Oh, hello. Hey. <laughs> we already did, looking at it. Did, did, did see you there. <laughs> well, we don't know the time, you know, but we'll see you back later. Good morning, <laughs> Vietnam! Hey, good morning. Uh, no, good afternoon. Redemption, I hope you're doing well. Today uh, is Theology and Culture Thursdays. Again, if it's your first time joining in, we take a couple times a week during this COVID season to just spend some time with you midweek and some live streams. And uh, we try and pick a different cultural or theological topic to get a little more serious on on Thursdays. And so today's title, uh, as you see there, is Language, Cussing, and the Tongue. But especially cussing. With emphasis, <laughs> Anthony's really excited to talk about cussing today. Uh, and you'll see why. Um, let's start off with a question, if we could. Uh, what's your favorite cuss word? <laughs> uh, I don't know any cuss words. Yeah, the um, hope is this. We want to go through some scriptures. Yeah. Let's see what the Bible says. Uh, we'll do some commentary on it, personal experience, and then maybe some practical stuff even in the midst of it. So, Fun story. I, my mom came to me a, few, a couple years ago. This might get people to stop listening right away. Uh, and she said, man, you know, one thing I'm glad of how we raise you kids None of you guys cuss. You've never cussed. You guys are never cussers. Your mom said that. Yeah, and I was like, totally. I've never cussed in my life, mom. <laughs> what did what did you, what'd your sister say? Uh, you know, it was just me and hers. Bridget probably hasn't. Bridget's. Probably, I don't think Bridget probably. Yeah, Bridget's I don't think she never has. has. Luke has. Rosemary has. I know. <laughs> Luke. Um, so, anyways, sorry, so, yeah. sorry, called out siblings. I didn't mean to air that dirty laundry, but love you guys. Um, I think this one um, has the potential to be really. A lot of interaction and dialogue. If there's questions, follow-ups, comments on on you know just hey, I, I actually I think that's that's right or that's wrong or you should say you shouldn't say. My friend Jeff McCarroll, good to see you. Buddy. Jay Mack, what's yeah. up, buddy? Um, so I, I think uh, it's important. We love to hear kind of feedback and thoughts as we go along. So um, let's let's look at some scriptures. And we'll kind of yeah. start there and work our way through. We're gonna we're gonna go through two sets of scriptures here. Mm, it's a lot of verses. Uh, which is uh, can be daunting, but it's worth it. We want to kind of look at a whole scripture in regards, especially to cussing first, this idea of cussing. So first, if you were going to go to a handful of scriptures to tell you don't cuss, do not cuss, these are the heavy hitters, as I've entitled them on our notes here. Uh, I'm just going to read through them quickly. Colossians 3.8 says this, But now you must also rid yourselves of all such things, as these anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Ephesians 4.29 says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Ephesians 5.4 says, Nor should there be obscenity, foolish talk, or coarse joking, uh, <laughs> which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. Uh, I'm, just, I'm just messing with them. I'm just trying to make them break. Uh, Proverbs 4.24, keep your mouth free of perversity. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Matthew 5.22, but I say to you that everyone who's angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council. And whoever says, you fool, will be liable to the hell of fire. In Matthew 15.10.11, Jesus called the crowd to him and said, listen and understand what goes into someone's mouth does not defile them, but what comes out of the ma their mouth, that is what defiles them. So uh, that's those are some of the heavy hitters. We also did know Angie Poesiak's on here. Angie, good to see you. Angie is on uh, here. Hey, Angie. How are you? Yeah, uh, there's a few others too. Um, so that's those, those verses alone 
those are the verses my mama would use or my dad mm-hmm. would use to yeah and, and honestly those are they're six of 50. yeah i mean there's, there's more. more yeah, yeah. there's more right. those are the heavy hitters there's though. a lot of them but having grown up in the church i've i've personally noticed as i read my bible right. there are some seeming contradictions here right. Right. as a kid you call them loopholes loopholes <laughs> is exactly what i would call right. them right. they would be called bible cussing loopholes right. in my opinion right. um so just to warn you guys some of the things we're going to talk about here are a little bit pg-13 even to i would say r-rated or higher uh but we're gonna be referencing scripture so that yeah, that's that, on the authors. Yes, we're not doing this just to be silly. We were, we really are trying to have a full conversation with this. So, that being said, um, <laughs> let's get into s- some seeming contradictions here. First, in Philippians three eight, you guys know the verse. It, uh, it's it's pretty famous. Paul says this. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For His sake. I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith. Mm -hmm. Vince, what do you know about that word rubbish? I know some (laughs) things. What do you know about that word rubbish that would make you go, huh? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Can we say, I don't know. It, Don't say the actual yeah, word, but what just what, is, what do you yeah, know yeah. about it? Yeah, I mean, when you, when when Paul's using when employing that term, it's a weighted term, right? And it would have been yeah. understood as uh, with the equivalent of shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, it is excrement. It is uh, very. It was, a, it was like a cuss word, probably. Oh yeah. From what yeah. we know, we might be off, but it was not a nice word at the very least. It wasn't. It wasn't going to be used at the queen's table. Let's <laughs> yeah, say that. The right? table, yeah. yeah. Uh, so no, I mean, it'd be likened to. The, the S word for yeah, lack of I a better way to say it. Mean, yeah. So it really is pressing towards again, excrement feet. Like yes. all that is, is in view there, yeah. but in a derogatory way. Yeah. yeah. So not Paul is using very charged, strong charged, charged language. language. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, Galatians 5. Uh, church, stay with me before you denounce me as a heretic. <laughs> um, Galatians 5, 11 and 12 says this, but if I brother still preach circumcision, why am I still being persecuted? In that case, the offense of the cross has been removed. I wish those who unsettle you would emasculate themselves. Why are you so, reading it like this? Because I'm a little excited about this topic. Oh it's a fun topic. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a fun topic. Yeah. Here, here's why. This I'm, is like I could see you as a as a little boy growing up in the G. Thank you. Like one day. This is why I got in trouble. Yeah. Um, no. I. Why this is fun for me is because if. We'll get into this more in the in the conversation. Cussing is like in when I grew up was like the magic words you don't say. Like right. this is like some of the worst sins you can commit is cussing. Yeah. So then when I started to study scripture and see some things that seem like cusses to me or right. vulgar language, I got confused. I was like, "What's going on here?" Right. So Paul uh, Paul says. Uh, essentially to this group of guys that are saying you need to be circumcised in order to be a Christian. He goes, you know what? They can keep teaching that. Let them keep teaching that. But I hope they chop that stuff off. Right. Like castrate themselves. Like some of the, based on what commentaries you read, stronger or less strong language is being used there. Yeah, it's so. the same. It's, a, it's similar to the Philippians language. Yeah. Like it just like culturally, this was really intense. Like yeah. again, you're not using this in, in proper circles. Yeah. 
So, all right, let's, okay, guys, this one, this one's the worst verse. This is the worst verse I'm going to read. Uh, if you grow up in the church, you know this verse, uh, especially if you're an immature uh, male, as I am. Um, to warn you guys, this is, there's some legitimately intense language here where God is speaking to Israel and describing what Israel's relationship with him has been like. So in Ezekiel 23, 19 and 20, it says this. And the reason it's translated this way is because this is how strong the language is. You might even, as I read it, go like, ah, man, even I don't like those words. But the, the, these are the equivalent words that are being yeah. translated in Hebrew. So that it's not just some crazy interpreter was like, well, I'm going to use that word. Like they're trying to translate this accurately. Right. Says this, this is a warning. Get your kids off this if they're, if they're on. Um, I'm serious. Um, it says this, yet she increased her whoring. Remember the days of her youth when she played the whore in the land of Egypt. God is talking about Israel. Ezekiel is talking about Israel. And lusted after her lovers there whose members were like those of donkeys mm -hmm. and whose issue was like that of horses. Yeah. I don't know if I need to say more. That seems to, <laughs> that, that, those two verses alone seem to contradict all the first verses We've read. I'm not trying to make you guys have a moment where you go, what is going on? There's contradictions in the Bible, but I'm just trying to have set up a fuller conversation. Yeah. All right. There's that. The, ne the next verse is a little more tame, but Isaiah 64, 6. We have all become like one who is unclean. All of our righteous deeds are like a polluted garment. How, what, what do you know about that polluted garment? How much have you studied that? What, what do you know about that word? Yeah, so I mean, uh, they had different different words for clean, unclean yeah. throughout the Old Testament. Some were meant to denote more severe uh, terms. So this, yeah. what we're dealing here is not just a, this isn't like a ceremonial unclean type yeah. deal. Uh, if this was a intentional, this is the term there is like the lowest form of unclean. Yeah. Um, and so talking about that, uh, it's again, it it's is nasty. very harsh disgusting, yeah. dirty language. Yeah. I've heard a mixture uh, of yeah. things that could have been, these rags that they're talking about. I've, yeah, yeah, I've heard excrement is one of them. I've heard mm -hmm. other things as well. Yep. So um, anyways, and then, uh, so those are a bunch of verses. And then if you just go to the book of the Song of Solomon, and if we were ancient Hebrews reading the Song, Song of Solomon, they often didn't let uh, people read it till they were 13 because of yeah. the explicit nature right. of the book. And so uh, if we could read it with those ears and eyes and and know what all these metaphors mean, and we do know what some of them yeah. mean for sure, we'd realize there is some explicit descriptions of love. Yeah, and it's a it's a Danielle Steele novel. What a throwback reference. Yeah, I, I don't know any modern day... What's, who did Fifty Shades uh, of Grey? That's it's, what, yeah. it's not that, but... It's not Fifty Shades. <laughs> but Daniel Steele would yeah, be Yeah, I mean, there's... But like that type of... In the of, 90s, if you were at Safeway, there was a book aisle with I mean, a lot it's, of it is sexually explicit yeah, language, totally. right? That's being thrown out there. Yeah, totally. So there is all sorts of things in the Bible that have... These, what I would say is vulgar language and some of these kind of obscenity and all this. So Vin, Vince, help us understand, like that's confusing when you got all these <laughs> yeah. verses that are like, don't do that. Right. And then you've got 
these authors you employing that language at times and yep. and I think even in mo- I, I always I think it's all God's word yep. uh, so God is having them employ this language in these different ways and so how how do you how do you wrestle with that and then maybe just how do you define what is a what is a cuss then like what is like what is yeah. a, obscene language what is foolish talk what like how would you talk through that <laughs> Jeff would appreciate the Daniel Steele yeah. uh, reference, which that makes that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, but uh, you know, it's a great question. And even if you were to go to uh, and if you're part of Redemption, I do this often. I love to go to like Webster's or right go yeah, to uh, the dictionary. And be like, hey, what, what is our because it's just trying it really to get, it's trying to get down. What does our culture think this this word means, right? And so a cuss word, right? It's it's a swear word, and you kind of kind of work your way through. Eventually, you're gonna boil it down to profanity. It's profane language, yeah. and then you look at the definition definition of profanity, and it's it's it is if you look at the definition, it says socially irresponsible and uh, socially culturally um, offensive language, okay. right? And so. Immediately, it gets. There is this thrust into the conversation of there is a social backing and a cultural backing that that is a necessary part of defining yeah. what a cuss word is. Right? Yeah, I've, so. I've, I'm not going to repeat some of the words I've heard, but in China, for instance, words for for that or right. this is a word we would never say in our culture in time, and. I think sometimes how I've seen language treated in Christian circles is kind of this, even whenever you say it, however you say it, if you even just make the noises, you're, you're out. <laughs> like, you're like, that's yeah. bad. Like, you've committed a grievous sin, which maybe what we're seeing here in Scripture is that even it lends itself to maybe having a more nuanced picture there. And, and I think... I, I think it's trying to delve into like a deeper appreciation for culture, yeah. uh, for social realities that exist within within the greater larger culture, right? Totally. Because so you grew up in Arcadia, like old Arcadia. You know what I mean? You know, I grew up. I grew up in the South. You yeah, know, yeah. and and there's there's a certain like, and especially totally. like different parts of the Deep South, different parts of Phoenix. Like there's these little embodied mini cultures, right? That yeah. define neighborhoods, that totally. shape people. Each family, someone has its own yeah. culture as well. And so it is a difficult thing to truly navigate. Well, what is socially responsible in the midst of a very complex cultural yeah. system? And so I think that has to come to bear in how we're going to interpret through the yeah. scriptures we went through. So when you say these are confusing and seem contradictory, you're not wrong. They yeah, do, yeah. but it's saying. But I think it's trying to walk that line. Because it's not like we invented mini culture. Like I mean, the the, yeah, the yeah. cultures of the ancient Near East that that Paul's writing to were just as diverse, had yeah. just as much various background piling oh, like, into different places, and so maybe more so. Yeah, and probably more so. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. No, that's yeah. I I think that's helpful to think through. And so, so what what are when it comes then to cussing and language and these these different things? Yeah. What when you see this throughout Scripture? Because I think that you go one or two ways. You go the first set of verses that I've that I read. Never say anything bad. Never cuss. Right. Well, and, and and it's probably good to err on that in some ways, just from even like yes. a, for your own self. But 
or you go what my heart is inclined to if i'm going to be honest give me grace church uh <laughs> is i read these other verses and i'm like well paul did it so mm-hmm. yeah i can do it. that's free license right? <laughs> yeah like, so how, what do you think what are some things that we as christians when we steward our words around cussing specifically are things to think through uh, and I'll maybe I'll say some too, but like what what are some things here? Yeah, I'll I'll start with I mean if you if you zoom in on James chapter three, yeah. a classic classic text about the tongue and bridling the tongue and yeah. you know like uh, the tongue can like literally shape cultures. Yeah. James and, chapter one too, I think it, it says yeah. right away, control right. your tongue, control something. your tongue, yeah. right? And so uh, taming the tongue, right? It's the classic black letters that are above and yeah. bold. Um, it works through there's this entire overarching message that goes from from James 1 to James 3 that's often speaking of the power of language and of yeah. tongue and so but he gets into it uh, and oftentimes what you see is it's often the way he's writing is in the context of fruit yeah and so w- what what happens on the other end of the language and I think that's super important when we're like totally. hey w- what does it mean for us to kind of think through the these verses and these verses and what does freedom look like is what's the is there fruit present and is it good fruit or bad fruit like is it rotten fruit that's coming out or or is there beneficial fruit that is you know coming out of that and so i think that's a massive thing because i don't want to just reduce it to because and i know we'll probably get there um is just just reduce it to the heart stuff, yeah. which is very important. Yeah. But also say like, if it's just reduced to heart stuff, then then maybe it's saying well then uh, all of these like there's still then this subset of words that can then be bad. But yeah. what I'm trying to say is potentially there's going to be cultures and societal backgrounds and familial dynamics that are going to exist within a very diverse world yeah. where. Because of the fruit they might bear, yeah. I think are, are okay to say. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that, that's good to think. So your fruit, the fruit is always something important for us as Christians to to look at. And, uh, yeah, I right. think a lot of times. And, and let me be very clear, because yeah. I I don't know who who all's watching this necessarily, who will watch this. When Christians talk about fruit, uh, we don't mean literal fruit, and yeah. I don't mean to talk down to anyone that may be watching. But in other words, like what? That'd be sick, though. <laughs> yeah, no, he's like saying, I mean, like everybody would be a Christian, like you, just, like, just grow fruit. A raspberry. <laughs> uh, for the really small customers. That'd be cool. but, uh, but, you know, so when we say fruit, we, we literally mean, like, what is the the consequence, positive or negative, yeah. that comes out? Like, what if, if you How were to love, say this... shalom being increased in the world? Yeah, or decreased, or right? Decreased. So which direction, when, you're, when this goes forth... The people that hear it, the context, yeah. the environment that it's received in—is it edified or yeah. is it torn down? Yeah. Right, and I think that's so. That's what we mean by fruit, and I think that has to play a, a pretty big role in it. No, that's good. I think that's important. I think that's a great. I I think you're what I really appreciate about you. You always bring up this idea of fruit in ways that I don't bring it up. I I feel like <laughs> I bring it up in order to judge people, so, and you bring it up to like, like to judge our own hearts. Like you really, I, in ways that I've, I haven't thought through it. And so, and you're right. I think that's that's a way to do this here. Um, yeah, I mean, you touched on it a little bit. I guess, I'll just touch on this too a little bit too. Uh, is context? I, oh, right. Context does determine yeah. if a word can be used or not, or if it's obscene or not. Right. Now, I, I'm certainly sure that. There's other factors that play into that, but context is a, a big part of it. Yeah. And so so we have fruit so far. I think context is another factor. Like, yeah. you know, my my grandmother 
you could not say the word fart in front of her. It bothered her a yeah. lot. And, uh, you know, I get it. It's kind of a weird word. But uh, so I try not to say I would try not to say that word around yeah. her just right. because that's what she uh, didn't like, you know. So right, cause the fruit of that would be your grandmother, whom you love, yeah. feeling unseen, unloved, uncared totally, for. Totally. Right. And thinking it's obscene, you know, for her, that, whatever, right. it's obscene. So, yeah. Uh, so I think context does really matter, and I think sometimes when it comes to the cussing stuff, we, we don't think through context. Again, we just treat them kind of like these magical words, uh, like almost like magical curses, yeah. and uh, really context probably matters a lot in this conversation, and to think through that. Yeah. That doesn't give us carte blanche. I, I never say that right. What is it, carte blanche or blanche? No, that was right. Blanche. Yeah. It doesn't give us carte blanche to say whatever we want, but context affects this conversation. So Massively. Yeah. Like, I honestly, I don't even, if there's a show where characters say, like, stupid or shut up, mm -hmm. I don't let my kids watch it. More because I just don't want that to start getting into their circulation of how they respond to things. Yeah. Um, not because I think those words are bad words. I'm like, nah, I just don't want that to be their gut level formation yeah. process response. You know? Right. Um, so anyway. I mean, honestly, it's interesting because I think some, especially now being a parent, thinking through some of the like, well, what, yeah. what words do I want to enter into my kid's vernacular? Totally. Uh, you, you do have to begin <laughs> to navigate, or at least I've begun to see there are words that I think before I was a paranoid thought, I would never want him to say that. Yeah. And, and I still probably don't. But right. you know what I'm saying? Like, there's I'm like, that one would be so... But honestly, like, shut up to me has become far more offensive. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... It, that was a cuss in my house growing up. Well, sure. there you go. Well, that, was, so that's good. We right? were allowed to say hush up, though. Hush up? <laughs> With the same anger. <laughs> I know. Hush! Hush! No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry, that probably blew um, out my speakers. You know, but like, I, I, and I think that's important, and I think it highlights some yeah. of the context pieces that it, it moves, it, and, it, and it is, in a sense, like it is malleable to yeah. the context and the situation and the people that are that are present. You oh. know, so for a five and two year old, a, a six three and or six two, and you know, young months, young and. Yeah. You know, like you're gonna navigate this a bit differently. You yeah, know, nine month old cussing all the time. No, I'm yeah, they won't know. That's what the first word to be. Hush up. No, that's good. No, I think that's really good. Uh, another thing to think through, and we're, we've already began to touch on it too, because I think there's multiple things to think through when it yeah. comes to cussing. I don't think it's just an easy input output like we want it to right. be. Uh, is the heart behind it? Yeah. And I, I, I think knowing your own heart, and I think sometimes those words come out out of a profane heart, not just uh, this. Well, no one's around that cares, and oh, this, there's no bad fruit coming for the yeah. from this. So. Yeah. But there, there is something in our heart that is going towards some sort of a profanity or expressing anger in unhealthy ways or whatever it might be. Yeah. That being said, on the flip side of it, I, I think there's sometimes your heart is not in a bad place. Yeah. You know, you stub a toe in the middle of the woods and a word comes out. I'm not totally sure it's sin. Right. I'm not willing to say that right away. Right, <laughs> um, right, right, right. But... <clears throat> or maybe that just does show where our heart goes to in those moments yeah, instead of like, could be, yeah. Lord Jesus, help my toe, you know, or something like that. <laughs> um, another funny thing to call a family member, uh, they won't care. Uh, but uh, my dad, when he would, he never cussed. I've never heard him cuss, like real cuss words, I guess. And so, uh, and, but 
he would <laughs> he would say like oh lord jesus help me with these kids that was like he wasn't taking the lord's name prayer, yeah. he would just like pray his literally cousins, pray like, yeah That's so his prayers yeah. began to sound like cousins to us so <laughs> right um, when dad starts praying that's yeah. when you know yeah. lord help me with these kids <laughs> so um so yeah i think the heart behind it anything to add about the heart behind it no, uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, th I, just to reiterate and, and affirm what you're saying, I think, yeah, yeah. you know, I think sometimes we make, <clears throat> we make the heart behind it like this confusing thing and it's not like, yeah, yeah. you know why you're using a word, yeah, you know totally. what I mean? Like we're not, it's, I, I'd say every once in a while something falls out of your yeah, mouth, totally. but not really, totally. you know what I mean? Like we choose our words and we know why we totally. say what we say. And, you know. it, and to push against some of the things we've said already, the, when the authors are using these words that were, I think, like cusses yeah. um, or explicit language, sometimes they're using them, but their heart is in the right place and the context is the right place. A prime example of, I lost my voice when I did the joke. <laughs> I know. Hush up. <laughs> um, some of my childhood <laughs> stuff came back. Um, so I'm sounding like a, a wrestler right now, a pro wrestler. Um, <clears throat> But what, like a prime example of some, like somebody's heart's in the right place and the context is right, and I'm not going to get too explicit here, but it's Song of Solomon. <laughs> like some of that stuff I would never say outside oh, right. of that context type of a thing. Right. It's something to think about. That's kind of, it's awkward or weird, but whatever. Yeah. Um, yep. So there's that. The last thing, I don't have it here. I know it's one thing I thought about too, and this is a little bit context related, but just thinking through that Romans 14 thing too. There's just, yeah. you might feel totally right to say a certain word, even if it's not a cuss, but it, it just bothers your brother or sister in Christ, yeah. or it bothers somebody, not yeah. even a brother or sister in Christ, even just somebody that doesn't follow Christ. Yeah. And you're like, I know this word isn't bad, I know, yeah. but for whatever reason, society sees it that way, and it's just better to just go, I'm just not going to say this then. Like, sure. I'm just not going to go there. It's not worth it. So... Yeah, um, yeah, and I, I think there, and that's that's an acknowledgement of kind of macro level culture, totally. Uh, and but with having a background of understanding, kind of a micro totally. version of culture, you know, like there are realities to. We live in, yeah. we live in America, you know, which yeah. uh, again, I think you and I have actively, and we just make as a as a caveat before i say this don't think america is a christian nation yeah. but do believe that the judeo christian values that came out of you know affected. a very yeah. very much shaped morality yeah. here yeah. uh and and also blew it in very significant ways but that's obviously for a different conversation, conversation. but that being said you know so that macro level cultural moral value to language still yeah. remains in many ways. And so that still exists. Yeah. I think it's a macro understanding. That's why our, you don't, you're never going to see a, the president of the United States get up there and, I mean, maybe now. I'm not making a face. What are you But saying? in general, uh, you know what I mean? Presidents, and, and right, our current president, like they're not up there saying cuss words. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and why is that? Because there's a macro level understanding. There are terms that are in our culture that you just don't say totally. in, in certain spaces. Totally. And so I think everyone understands that. But understanding that in the midst of the macro, there exists, again, these smaller cultural pieces, totally. familial units where there, there's, I think there is room and leeway. Totally. No, that's good. Well, okay. This, just my wife says, my kid hates when I use the word hate. So I'm working on removing it from my vocabulary. 
That's good. That was actually in my house growing up. It was also a cuss. You yeah. can't say hate. So at least my my parents were uh, they weren't imp- like they thought a lot of words were bad, not just the traditional cusses. So. Yeah. And I, honestly, I'm glad they taught me some of those things, uh, like hate, shut up. Uh, some of those things are there because I'm like, yeah, shut up. Like, not most people don't really receive it well anyway. So. But yeah, uh, touch on the culture to, for me to touch on the culture piece a little bit more. I think yeah, there there are going to be times I think sometimes where Christians are like this is a cuss word now, like what or I can't say this anymore. I used to say this all the time, right. and I think a lot of times Christians have this really like they just don't want to change. They're like this is what I've been saying, like and, oh yeah, and I, I would say that scripture probably be like no, like you probably should like right. uh, yeah. On the flip side of that, I don't know the scenario, but I'm sure maybe there's. Ways we contend with our culture in that at some point, someday, or whatever. I haven't, I can't, I literally can't think of an example of that where I'd be like, no, we should still be able to, to say this. But, um, you know, I, I imagine there's probably places where even mentioning the cross or Christ in these different ways right. is seen as blasphemous or profane. Um, and I would say that those, in those sorts of cultures, you'd be like, well, I'm still going to say these. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, right, right. Let me ask you yes. this. Um, so it just sounded like we basically said, uh, <laughs> if we check context, heart, Romans 14, the fruit, if all that stuff's good, we're out in the middle of woods and no one's around, right. we can cuss. Like, uh, yeah. like that's, it sounds like we're saying that a little bit. And maybe we are a little bit. <laughs> but push against that too because I'm sure there's people listening that are going like I just something feels off about that that feels wrong there's a check in my spirit I'd rather err towards those commands that we read at the beginning than these very specific instances uh, in scripture that are seldom too like there really are seldom that there are these kind of strong strong language language so push against how would you push against how would you yeah how would you push against it sounds like we're saying, yeah, go for it. Yeah. I mean, you have to ask the question of why. I mean, so if you yeah. use the example of if you're, you know, if, is it still a cuss word if no one can hear it, that type of idea, because then you remove the macro culture out of it, yeah, right? Absolutely. So there's no one there to judge it outside of God, right? Yeah, yeah. So does God then have this subjective yeah. kind of moral responsibility that he calls us to in the words that we use outside of a cultural societal context? And I, and I think he does. It's just, is it glorifying unto him? Now, mm. The reality, though, is it's hard to push back against it too hard because we know the Lord drives internal. Totally. You know, we know Jesus totally. is always going to drive to the heart. He's always going to drive to the internal realities of why. And so, I think that's the question I'd say is like, but why? Like, yeah. why? So, if if you see, I can go to the woods and say some cuss words, and like that you experience freedom in that, I think then you shouldn't do it. Like, yeah, that's almost you know like I mean? a weird thing. Yeah, like, it's like, dude, you've, you've almost created an idol out of a term. Totally. You know what I mean? And so if if that if there's this, if you ask yourself why and there's this, oh, I can finally go say this, yeah, yeah. then no, there's other issues you have to deal with, you know? But if you just, I think if we acknowledge language as a gift from God, yeah. uh, as a tool given to us by God to mankind, yeah. right, that we might be able to communicate with each other the realities of the internal heart and what we're feeling, what we're processing, that we might communicate truth, praise God, that yeah. whole deal. And I think the litany of the verbal language is available to 
the adult in the right context with the right heart. So I'll, I'll just say this, and this is just being brutally honest with, with our church, and hopefully this doesn't make some of you leave, but we're, we're lamenting as a, as a leadership team yesterday in, uh, just with one another and just talking about our sadness yeah. and our hurt and brokenness over the atrocities that are happening in our country. And, and uh, you know, a couple times, like words that would, so BS, but the real word, you know, yeah. got, got, got said at least twice, yeah. you know, uh, I'm sure the D word, Can you tell me? yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll tag them in yeah. this. But, but they're like, you, you, you hear them and you immediately know this is coming from a place of grief and yeah. of pain, yeah. of lament, a, a place of, I, I don't have other language to use because I am, like we are intentionally trying to communicate the, like the extreme heaviness and weight of what we're actually talking yeah. about, you know? So yeah, uh, that's yeah I don't know if I really that's did too good to push back. No, I think <laughs> you did, I think like, why? Yeah, if you're looking for loopholes, you're probably your heart. Yeah, that's place. just right. And I, I, you know, there's. I would even push back. Uh, you guys can hear the pipes. Our pipes sound like they're exploding right, right now. We so. might not make it out. Um, but um, uh, anyway, sorry, I got distracted by that. Yeah, I, I think that sometimes too, it's like, is your heart reverent before, like right. your place in the universe before God right now? You know, and I think sometimes if my heart goes that direction it's not and that's something to think about too yeah um i, I was even I, going back to where you circled back to going like hey i don't know if these moments when we we're praying it was or wasn't you know i had this buddy in high school who um seemingly came to the lord and uh i say seemingly because i don't know quite where he's at with his faith today he, yeah. he always talks as if he's kind of haunted by jesus still and kind of believe, <laughs> believes classic that jesus classic is jesus lord. yeah yeah. And, uh, but he, he was talking through, we, we would pray at, at school at lunch or something. And he, his whole background was tons of cussing and all that kind of stuff. And so he, in these prayers, he'd be cussing throughout the prayer and he'd be expecting me to correct him. So he kept saying like, sorry, sorry, sorry. And, um, uh, and, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I remember thinking that moment, like there's something beautiful raw and even like Jeff is saying here authentic mm -hmm. in his prayer that's like yeah. that I think God even like loves seeing his like child like come to him in this dude way. that's like, yes dude uh, so I, I know both of us have had and I want to say if you're watching please hang with I think the most important part of this conversation is still yet to come yeah yeah uh, when we get into a little bit here so please keep hanging out with us but I, I'd say this like I know we both have done our share of street evangelism and stuff like mm -hmm. that you know what i mean and um and and seen people you know and that you're going back yeah. into like jesus explosion evangelism and you know yeah. but people get saved and pray the prayer and all that stuff <clears throat> and same thing man like i've just been in those circles so many moments where i'm i'm there praying with yeah. a young guy and he's trying to talk to god totally. but he doesn't he doesn't have the yeah. right the right language, you yeah. know what I mean? So he's just being himself. Totally. And it's like, ah, that that seems like that's okay. Yeah. You know, so yeah. anyway. I agree. Yeah. Um, I, I think another pushback I would have of like why why not to cuss or whatever, yeah. um, although people are going to email us because it seems like we gave an apologetic for cussing a little <laughs> bit in this. Um, but uh, I, mean, I, I do think the words we use and how we use them, it, it can be a bad witness. And a bad witness for Christ in, in multiple ways. One, I... 
I do think sometimes we as believers are irreverent with each other, and that's a bad witness to each mm-hmm. other, to who Christ is, sure. and to his shalom, and to his love, and all that stuff. And so I think sometimes we think, well, with other Christians, whatever, but it can be a bad witness, and that's something to think through. I think the other thing is, yeah, there are sometimes the way we use words and and stuff, it is a bad witness to, to the world. Sometimes I think it's the opposite. They, don't, they almost appreciate if they meet a Christian who cusses, but... For someone that doesn't yeah, follow, for someone that doesn't follow Jesus, I think sometimes they do want to see an otherness about us, or they do want to see a restraint in us, right. like a, a self denial and a, a, this ability to restrain. And so, I, I do think if we're going to push back that direction, that that would be another thing I would say. And and you know that's kind of a, um, you know that's a tension here. It looks like Ben Slay had a question. Yeah. Oh, Ben. And, you know, Ben brings up a, I think, a fair point of what about replacement cuss words, changing one word for another. Yeah. It is kind of funny and silly that you know. We, yeah. We'll say "dag nabbit," but we won't say other things. Yeah. Oh fudge. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And it is kind of. It feels silly. And that uh, honestly, that's probably as I grew up in the church, I used to. I used to be like, this seems off to me, and so. But the difference is those words do take into consideration things like context and who's around, who's, who you're who's around. around. Yeah, and right. those words are more. Does this love people well? Yeah, yeah, those words are more accepted in our society and all that. Right. So, my friend uh, Dane, growing up, not Dane Redifer on here, but a different Dane. Yeah. He didn't like that he couldn't cuss growing up, so he invented cuss words. Um, Jica was the word. He just made it up. If that's a real word, I don't know. But he just says Jica, and he told me that in college. And just says it all the time. In my house, it's used like a cuss word. If I Gosh, that's so funny. It'll just be like, yeah. So not in bad or obscene ways, but it's just funny that yeah. everybody's using that now in my house. Uh, so um, <laughs> let's move on a little bit. Um, there's. Uh, this is a common scenario. I heard this a lot, especially uh, talking to non-Christians or whatever. Yeah. They would say, hey, you guys are about not cussing. Like, I have a Christian friend. Uh-huh. Whenever I cuss around him, he's like, nah, like, oh, stop, like, stop, stop cussing, friend, or whatever. And, yeah. Or, like, I've been a lot of times in circles where I'm the only known Christian, and they'll be like, oh, you know, say some cuss word, and they'll be like, oh, Anthony's here, or whatever. Like, uh-huh. how do you think as Christians... Sorry, I'm like burping now. Yeah. Uh, we should react to that situation. What do you feel about that? Like, even that reputation? I don't know. Just speak to that. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, a, I'm honest, I'm not a huge, I, I let's yeah. say this, I'd never do it myself. Yeah. Uh, I think this, the, the basic like would premise, never be like, hey, stop cussing. The Lord is watching or whatever. Yeah. And because like, I just never, and this is just a premise for all of Christianity. Yeah. And I think for us Christians, we, we just don't hold we don't hold non-Christians to that same moral yeah. standard that, that we totally. have. Now, there's obviously a moral standard. There's instances of seeking justice where we'll seek justice yeah. for the oppressed, especially, it seems right. like. But other aspects of Christianity and morality, it seems like Paul flat out says, no, this is for in-house, not out of the house. Yeah, I mean, well, so every verse that you, that we just opened up, and including James, yeah. these are this is written to the church. Yeah. I mean, this, these, this, these books of the Bible were not written to the world for them to read. Now, yeah. they were written to the church that they would, they would live in a certain way and that yeah. they would love in a certain way and embody Jesus in a certain way. So I think just 
it doesn't make me cringe. I get it. And I don't even want to judge someone that like if, if that really does offend you, because again, I think there are cultural realities to that too. That uh, so like um, I'm Vietnamese. And so there are there's term like Vietnamese terms that were never to be used by my mom and her and her her siblings yeah. around her parents. Yeah. And it I mean just the that honor shame type of dynamic that was so significant yeah. for that culture that if they said that it was like shame brought to the whole family, totally. right? So you just didn't do it. And some of that trickled down into yeah. the way I was raised as well. And so th- there there are realities I think that if that is who you are. Yeah. You know what I mean like it's not wrong for you to not like it, yeah. you know, but I would still kind of call you as a Christian to realize um, it's, it's, it wouldn't be wrong for someone to say, hey, could, I would say it this way. Don't tell someone not to do that. Yeah. If, if it offends you, just ask, like go yeah. the harder route and say like, hey, th- this is why it offends me. And yeah, this is, yeah. you know what I mean? That's it. And have to do the, the task of being relationally yeah. engaged with someone. And then say, could, could you not, yeah. if that's all right? It probably get to the um, root of why it offends you too. It's probably a yeah, word exactly. And then all of a sudden now you're having a dialogue and getting to know someone, yeah. you know what I mean? So I'd say that in the midst of it. The, the other end of that is, because you kind of brought up that sometimes non-Christians, the guard comes down a little bit because, you know, oh, well, this Christian cusses, so he's cool or yeah, something yeah. like that. I mean that that is such an interesting yeah. like social experiment for like to to witness because I've heard that story so much yeah. from different people like ah oh, he seems a bit more normal which is great we want that but but I think the reality is I think there's a lot of times I've seen and have been in circles where like Christians who would never say a cuss word yeah. Yeah. then all of a sudden get into the non-Christian yeah. context and try and drop like yeah. you know well, anything yeah. and you're like. Dude, that's the weirdest thing that's ever, that you've ever done. Like, yeah. don't do that. It, one, it's I do think that like dishonors God. Like, we don't change us. Yeah, we we are fully ourselves in the midst of it. And so I think that that's confusing. And so that's yeah. a fine, funny line to walk. No, totally. I think I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. I think even I think a lot of times what we're our work as Christians is to imitate God and God. What I've realized from Psalm 23 and other Psalms, he's a gracious host and he's a host into his kingdom. Yeah. And he's going to be a host at the end of all time at this dinner, wedding feast of, of the bride, the church with himself. And so I think sometimes when we correct people's cussing or that's who we are, you yeah. know, it makes them feel like, well, this person isn't very much of a, a gracious host. Yeah. That's not a reason to not do it, but I'm just saying that that is how it's received at least. And that's important to think through too. Well, I mean, and and to put this in kind of, and it's where we're going to head, I think when we land this thing, but just because I think it fits here too. Um, Like you, we've both worked in plenty of secular contexts. You know, I've worked as a, as a server in multiple restaurants and it's a very depraved industry. Right. And, uh, and I've been, I've been in so many conversations where I've seen the Christian, this is both before I was a Christian and after, That um, I'll even use it before before I became a Christian. I've, I had been corrected on my language, but not corrected on the way I talked about women. Right. Mm. So like I would say things that were objectifying about yeah. about a, a, an image bearer of God, yeah. and that was okay. But don't say the S word. You wow, know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think like there's that 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 thing. Okay, if you're gonna call someone out in this. This yeah. speech that that you think is morally um, bankrupt or yeah. reprehensible, make it consistent yeah. and call out their language 
where they're yeah. offensive. And, and I mean, I would even, like, we would probably both agree. Yeah. No, like, degrading a fellow image bearer, totally. we would say it's, probably, it's worse. Yeah. And so I, I think just the consistency yeah. for us in mm -hmm. that is, is really big. Jeff just says, oof. And uh, we probably agree. <laughs> There's a little delay for us. Yeah. We're never sure what quite sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah, fun story. Before we get into it, you know, I've told you this before, but when as a teacher, you know, this is, when I was a teacher, uh, you always run into kids cussing, and it's like, what do you do? Like, you know, different schools do different things. Oh, yeah. How do we punish them? How do we do this? Yeah. You know, and for a lot of teens, especially in the schools I was working at, or not teens, but they were mostly junior high and elementary. It, it's very arbitrary. They don't get it. You know, it feels yeah. like forbidden fruit. And again, a lot of them were not Christians too, but like how I would steward that, like have them steward it actually, is I would just say, hey, listen, if I heard them cuss, I'd pull them aside and I would just say, listen, you should never, I should never hear you cuss. Yeah. No one older than you should hear you cuss. No one in authority should hear you cuss. Right. No one younger than you should hear you cuss. So just do your best. Yeah, and honestly, with a lot of those kids who were like That's notorious the... cussers before that, yeah. if you just gave them some tools with that, they would, uh, they'd be like. Oh, okay. And I'd never hear him cuss again. Well, and that's the thing, especially, and that's just brings up a great point. Like with kids, they didn't come up with these words. Yeah, they were totally. taught these words. Totally. Like this is, uh, in many ways, this is the normal speech that surrounds their totally. them any given day. And so again, like when we start thinking through what words are allowed uh, in the public sphere, yeah. like we ha like any of those decisions are going to be made by power, yeah. right? Like power gets to decide totally. what gets to be the acceptable vernacular of a culture. Yeah. And, and, and listen, I'll tell you what, at a least bit the, literally the poor with like TV and stuff and movies. Yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Right. The FCC. And is it the FCC that determines that? I think, I don't know. Federal FCA, not FCA. I don't know. It's some of the, yeah, Federation of, of Christian <laughs> Athletes. Is there, so. um, well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, but you know what I mean? So if, the poor and the marginalized have not been the ones deciding those power dynamics or deciding those answers, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Um, at, at the macro level. Yeah, totally. And so when you have these kids, and, and it does happen oftentimes, you know, you teaching in, in poor communities and us moving in care, like this language, this vernacular, it's like, yeah, it's not going to fit because it wasn't shaped for, like, totally. for them, you like know? trying to fight against something that's like part of Part of their vernacular, their, verna yeah, their reality, yeah. 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 And yeah, so I yeah. think like just the, the power dynamic they don't know anything this different. Too. Yeah, yeah, totally. So and we need to we need to see that we need to acknowledge that and then as Christians move into that with grace and, totally. and mercy and and that even yeah. with language that uh, crosses all you know it's not just the vulnerable it, it because of how language is it then crosses it's almost household by household at that point too i think yeah. it's just important to know like yeah because uh yeah i think there's plenty of upper middle class or upper class or oh, whatever sure. you want to call it that same kinds of things because of the places they were part of so yeah right um yes, well anyways thanks, thanks for always fall thanks for you. yeah no thanks for bearing with me with my uh, old teaching anecdote i always like to uh <laughs> it's, a, it's like a way to debrief um from teaching but yeah um one kind of last area we'll talk about here is so cussing, I don't think it's as a big conversation in Christian circles anymore. So maybe, you know, this is silly. Maybe I'm speaking to some of my baggage growing up. But uh, but it seems like sometimes cussing is more like don't cuss is more important to the Christian than other ways we use our language. Other language, speech. Uh, yeah. And speech 
throughout the that the Bible says, hey, right. these things are are probably more destructive and uh, than than cussing is. And so, what are some of the things that when it comes to our language that you think we gloss over sometimes? Maybe because we think cussing are the magic curse words that bring on like damnation or whatever. Uh, we get distracted by those things and we totally forget and we allow other very destructive ways of using language in our life. We, yeah. we go back and forth a little bit, but yeah. Uh, a, a big one. And we've talked about this a lot is, is gossip and slander, yeah. you know, and, and, and gossip is just, it's a sneaky little it is sneaky. wench, you know? <laughs> so, uh, um, you know, but it is. It's just yeah. this. It is crap. I can't be a sneaky little knight, okay, man? Yeah, sneak, <laughs> I'm just sneaky little, I'm sneaky little knight with a K. I see you. Yeah, yeah. Until, uh, you know, it it just, um, it's so prevalent. Yeah, it's so prevalent amongst. I mean, I think society at large. Yeah. But the but the Bible's clear. Like it should have no place in the church. Totally. You know, like there there shouldn't be. A crowd here whispering yeah. about something here. Yeah. Um, outside, like the the one context where the, that's we think that's okay. We've talked about this. Is okay if there's you know you and I like you hear something and you come to me. How do we go love this brother? Yeah. You know what I mean. And it's true. That's a that's real heart. Truly your heart. Truly yeah. your heart. Right. Yeah. But. Th- it's just not often the case, and you know. And even then, you need wisdom about who you're going to share that with. Big time. You know, like, That's if, weird. You're, if you're going to try to bring up a scenario with someone in order to love them better, only share it with people that are going to give you wisdom and advice about that right. and and are going to be able to not judge and slander that person as well. That yeah. takes It takes wisdom in that. Right. So, yeah, so I think that gossip piece, yeah. you know, I yeah, think that one's, huge, yeah. that one's massive. So, again, if we're getting bent out of shape, yeah. uh, and again, I'm not even saying you shouldn't, but if, if we are going to get bent out of shape about the use of a, of a profane word, yeah. but then we're gossiping over here, I think we're, we're, missing, we're missing the heart it. of Christ. It, yeah. yeah, I think another a thing we miss a lot is just, uh, again, what J- how James talks about our tongues and how destructive our tongues are. Yeah, I think a lot of people live in families and they just they might not ever say a cuss word their entire life, but they are destroying their family with their tongue. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. Because they're saying hateful words, they're saying degrading words, they're whatever it is. And so I think a lot of times we just allow that stuff. It, you know, even like passive aggressive stuff is pretty destructive sometimes. You yeah. Know? Like yeah. the sarcasm or whatever. I'm speaking from my wife's experience of me. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there's like some of that for me too is like a little bit cultural, you know, to be like, it's what I was taught or what I learned was to, you know, when somebody says something that you think is dumb, make them make sure it's known in a funny way to you, you know, and and at the end of the day, like, uh, especially, like, I can make those jokes with you, so, mm-hmm. and it's fine. Yeah, um, right. Unless, uh, may- maybe we need to talk about I'd start crying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not <laughs> fine. You can't say it's it. not yeah. fine. Um, but, they're, like, especially in my family, like, I need to reverse that stuff, and I need to not do it at all. And so I think just that the idea that the, our words have power and mm-hmm. destroy uh, is something we need to think about, because I've heard it said a lot of times, you know, um, you know, if I say something to you, how you feel about that, that's on you. 
And I don't, I don't think that's nuanced enough of what the word says. I think the word says it is destructive. Now, sometimes it is on me. Yeah. That there are plenty of scenarios where that's true. A lot of scenarios where that's true. And even in this conversation, we've said that basically. But I think too often that's our default and not, wow, man, maybe my words were destructive. Mm -hmm. Maybe they were like a burning fire, burning up my relationships and uh, the love in my family or wherever it might be. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I'd add in there, yeah. uh, especially when you start getting to like, hey, so when, with cuss words, I, you shouldn't say those. That's yeah. kind of the term. Um, some other things that are going to fit in that category, uh, dismissive language, oh, yeah. you know, I think is something we don't often think of as being something that I think does grieve yeah, totally. the heart of God, you know, so what, whether it be Verity and I, my wife and I, and she comes to me with an issue and the language is that I, I craft a response that is... You know, it's the yes, but it's all the yeah. bad communication stuff. Yeah. And it's just very dismissive. And we see yeah. it within justice issues all the time. Totally. It's like, hey, this gets brought up and it's, okay, yeah, yeah but, yeah, you know, totally. and all this stuff. And so I think there's a, because the tongue is such a gift from the Lord to be a mouthpiece for God, yeah. the Lord dismisses nothing. He acknowledges yeah. the reality of the human condition so much so that he came here yeah. to live, experience, and die for it. Yeah. Um, and so in the midst of that, I think there's there's this dismissive aspect oh. that we tend to like, ah, it's not a problem. I'm saying, no, I think I think it's worse. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think it, it, it doesn't see the other very well yeah. uh, in the midst of that. So I think that's, yeah. that's another it's one. It's more destructive for yeah. sure. Um, yeah, I mean, another one is, this is a common one, is I, I, taking the Lord's name in vain. Uh, how I was taught that growing up is don't say like, oh my God, uh, I'm just repeating God. <laughs> right, right. Um, and, uh, but as we've studied that, command it's it's probably more than that it is sure. at least that i think yeah, that's in view yeah we yeah. certainly shouldn't use god's name as a cuss word uh i, I think that's true uh yeah it's really just any any way you're using his name is like not you are the holy totally. like creator of the world totally. i will employ your name for my benefit type yeah. Of thing. yeah and i know jim pastor jim at tempe he he's often talked about how Man, that also meant like, don't live saying like, like this is what the Lord is about and this is who He is when that's not what He's about and that's not who He is. And uh, don't make these kind of grand claims like about bearing the Lord. false witness about God. Yeah, yeah. essentially, and yeah. so and that's like taking the Lord's name in vain at times too. And I think we do that sometimes. I think we're quick to say, this is how God views this, or this is how God will talk about this, or you know, God thinks this about you or whatever. And it's. I don't think there's enough reverence and humility sometimes when we're in that place. And so I, I'm still studying kind of that mm -hmm. idea in general. But I think, I think we got to be careful, especially because that begins to affect other people. And it begins to warp people's view of who God is. Yeah, big you, time. When you take the Lord's name in vain in that way. Yep. Um, and then yep. even if it is just like a cuss, it warps people's view to say like, well, he is really imaginary to these people. Yeah. Because they don't mind using his name as a, like, you know. Yeah. So, um, any other destructive? Yeah. Uh, you know, lying and deceit. We brought yeah, that yeah. false witness. Just any type of lying. Yeah. You know, it's a way you use your words to again deceive the other. Yeah. Um, and, and let me say this, like, just so we can get to the end, and and also like if if you are you know, 
everyone knows it's well documented if you're at Redemption Church. I, I rage hard on the road. Like I don't On the what? The road. The road. Oh, road yeah. rage. You have road rage. I have yes. road rage, yeah. Um if a guy cuts me off and I start cussing him out, right? Like no, that's sin. Like let me do you like do that? No, I don't. Oh, okay. I was no, just no, 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 like, I don't. I was like, dang. But I'm saying like but in my heart, like yeah, if I'm honest, like yes. I I, I want to be place. like yeah. You know, did it, like I want to express my anger yeah. in these ways. Like, no, that's not okay. Yeah. And it's not just. But let's be very clear. If I and, and I won't say the. It's difficult to toe this line. Can we say this word? But we won't in a podcast because we don't know who's watching. But if I say like you, you, f f and a h, right? Like, okay. sorry. You know what I mean? Like, if I if I were to say that, yeah, yeah. That's obviously bad, and I think all the alarms yeah, yeah. would go off everyone. But if the guy cuts me off and I call him a, a stupid jerk, yeah, yeah. that's also not okay. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like I am degrading another yeah. image bearer because of an inconvenience, yeah, yeah, totally. right? In no way is that seek me trying to love that person that totally. did that. It's me trying to like claim my authority and my supremacy, yeah. and how dare you offend me? Yeah. So, so let me. So, in other words. Profane language is a big deal. The words we use are weighty. Yeah, yeah. But again, like it's not just because it's a word that in this social yeah, yeah. setting has been told it's bad. It's no, is this the heart of Jesus? Yeah. Um, and, and that being said, you you know, because classic pushback against that is Jesus going up to the Pharisees at his baptism and calling them a brood of vipers, yeah, which is, which is also pretty intense yeah. insult in that moment, yeah. you know? Um, and I think there's, the, and just to speak to that, there's significant difference between someone cutting you off, someone you'll never talk to, versus sitting across from someone and calling someone out for their deceit, pain, and slander, and hurt yeah. of another human being, which yeah. is what was going on in that context. And so I, I think, let's be very clear and careful in our yeah. answer. But. Yeah, and so, I mean, even why we just wanted to have this conversation is it comes up, you know, in Christian circles. And uh, yeah. uh, I think that it's good to talk about. I think it's a more nuanced thing. And I think for some of us, we put way too much weight on this uh, thing of cussing, almost like, yeah, like it's... Uh, we just put too much weight on it. We we get legalistic with it, I think. But then for a lot of us, we go the opposite like direction. It's just licentiousness. It's whatever. It's what even is yeah. culture? You know, like what even is context? Totally. You know? Like, and so what we're saying is, yeah, our words really matter. Uh, you know, take those first set of commands we read at the yeah. seriously. But know that there's more nuance to it. Yeah. And that's okay that there's nuance and right. we can navigate that because we have the spirit and we have the word that we can look at and yeah. see how those words are used and what context we use. So, um, so especially if you just joined us uh, here at the end or near the end, and you're like, man, really, I'm confused by what they're saying. It might be good to go back and listen to the whole thing so you get the whole context. Yeah. Steward, um, steward the gift of, of language well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was God chose to create humanity and chose right. to give us language and communication that no other totally. at, at that level right i mean i know dolphins can kind of squawk and they, they yeah. can, but at no other level that right to people sure. um but no there's there's sounds too right that's okay so um, you know at no other level and what a gift that's been yeah. given to us for us to communicate 
with one yeah. another, you know, and so steward that well. All the all the encouragements, like use this, to, like to decry injustice, yeah. you know, like if we don't do that, we're not using speech well. You're not stewarding it well. So I think that uh, it's so it is that issue, and it's very much in the reality of us always wanting the church to be the faithful embodiment of Jesus here on earth. Steward well the gift of of speech. So. Yeah, I agree. Cool, guys. Well, so send uh, your emails to Vince Garvey at RedemptionAZ.com. No. no, I think that you, I think just tenor. those listening and those watching can appreciate that this is a, a bit of a nuanced conversation. And so it was fun having it with you guys. And uh, we love you all.